Welcome to the LYC Podcast. We are a youth community that believes in loving people and meeting them where they are. Our desire is that through this message, God's love for you is confirmed, your hope in Jesus is renewed, and your faith is awakened. Guys, I have a goal tonight. I'm going to preach my shortest message I've ever preached. A message in under 25 minutes, which, I mean, is still pretty long if you think about it. Uh, It's like an episode of The Office, I think. Uh, and you guys watch like four of those a night, so please uh, just keep with me. Um, we're going to get into this. Hey, uh, after my message, we're going to just jump into small groups, and uh, I'm excited for that. I'm believing in a lot uh, for that, and I'm just hoping and praying that you get a lot out of that because when we're in these small groups, in these circles, we're able to engage in conversation. And who knows, like, what could happen in these conversations where something, someone says something, it just hits you a certain way. Okay, so time me starting now. Uh, guys, you're, get your clocks out, 25 minutes. I'm, I'm going to try to see if I can do it. Um, no, I've, I'm, I'm well prepared to do it. So uh, join me, Matthew 28, verse 19 and 20. The title of today's message is Doing What Jesus Did. And this, that, it's, the underscore is that disciples making disciples. Uh, just a short a recap. Uh, we started this series and we said that Jesus calls us to be his disciples. Not just believers, not just, you know, converts, but Jesus calls us to be his disciples. Uh, that being a disciple is not just a choice. Uh, no, being a disciple is a choice we must make. And that being a disciple is more than just a confession, more than just saying, yeah, I agree with the guy. Yeah, I, 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 that's the, the holiday that I celebrate. But being a disciple is one who makes a commitment to follow him. The last two weeks, we've been talking about the foundations of what discipleship is, that, uh, the foundations that we have as disciples, that l- the love of God, the finished work of Jesus, and the gift of the Holy Spirit, and that practices uh, that we are to have are required for our growth, these spiritual disciplines that we are to have. We are to be people who aren't just lazy, but to follow Jesus, to be a, be a disciple. It's not perfection. It's not like your little reading log that you didn't always do or or for those who did your driver's ed. It's not that you had to do all your hours and that you really had to make up at the end. No, no. Our discipleship, us being a disciple, uh, is proven in the fact that we are daily and deeply following after God. We are daily and deeply making the choices to live for God, daily and deeply going after him in his word. So like I said, Matthew 28, join me there. I'm going to read it. It'll be on the screens. Are you ready? Therefore, go and make disciples. Therefore, go. Jesus is like about to go to heaven, and he's like, go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Go to the next verse. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you, and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Mic drop, boom. This is Jesus. This is, this is like one of the last things. This is like the last thing he says, basically. And you think like all the other things that he told us to do, like, hey, live this way. Hey, do this. Hey, I'm with all. There's this initiative that he sends us on, which is go make disciples. Hey, I changed your life. Go and change other people's lives. What you can do, what I showed you how to do, you're, you can do the same and in the same way. And, and that's what we have. We have this good news. So the question is, are we shy with our faith? 
Now, I, I know we, we, we follow all the Christians on Instagram. I know we, we, sh- we share our, our daily devotion on our stories. Uh, but are we truly sharing the, the transformation, the hope that we have and the love that we have through God with others? Because here's the thing, and it's not that we're, we're just so secretive with our faith, but if we're being honest, we're kind of shy with it. We're, we're kind of shy with this. And, and it's because we really, we don't want to step on anybody's toes. We don't want to upset anybody. And, and in a lot of ways, I mean, there's just fear that we have because we don't know how to explain all that we know God to be. We don't know how to articulate like, so I'm not saying, hey, you suck because you can't explain. You can't, sure, you, no, I'm not saying that at all. And I would never say that, first of all. But we have good news to give. And we should be compelled by the great thing that we've been given to give to others. Point number one is this. Disciples make disciples like Jesus did. If you want to be a disciple, if you want to be more than just a believer... You have to understand that we are to be disciples who are making uh, disciples like Jesus did. So can I tell you one thing? This is kind of uh, something that really uh, hit me when I truly understand, understood what it was like to be uh, a disciple when I was about 18 or 19 something, some of your guys' age. Um, if I could tell you one thing, it'd be this. It's more, uh, in this life, it's more about who you are than, than what you're going to do. God, what God wants for you is a transformed you working with him, doing what he has planned for you because he is, his plans are better for you. God cares more about you and more for you than you realize, than even you do. And the great thing is that God wants to use each of us to do great things. God wants to do real change, real work. And the greatest thing, the most loving thing that you could realize is that he wants to use you. A transformed you, transformed by the, the, the uh, empowerment of the Holy Spirit, transformed by the renewing of your mind and, cl- the cl- uh, and, and transformed heart. The word that grows in you the transformed you that's been changed by Jesus, that's the, G, that's, that's the you that, that he wants for you, that I want for you, that we are to grow into. And, and the greatest thing about that, because some, sometimes we get so bogged down with what we're supposed to do in life, how much money we're, we're supposed to make. We're just trying to figure all this out. What college are we going to go to? What friends am I going to have? Who am I going to marry? All this stuff. We have this list, this do, these dominoes in and not that these things aren't important. Don't, don't let me, don't let me, don't hear that from what I'm saying. But more importantly is who are you? Because the prioritization of Jesus in your life is the key. It's about who you are in this life, that Jesus wants to change who you are. You know, we, we want to do so much. We want to do so much for God even, but more important than that, he wants to use who you are for his glory and not just what you think you can do for him. He wants also what you can do for him, but more importantly, he cares about who you are. And the great thing about who you are is that you have people that only you can reach. That's why Jesus wants you 
He's calling you to reach the people that you have relationship with. A transformed you is something that people can see and go, what is that? I don't know what it is about everybody else, but MK, there's something different about you. There's something different about you. There's something different about you, Noah. There's something different about you, Ezra. There's something different. And, and in, the, in the consistency that you will have of a transformed you in this life, people are going to see there's something different about them. What is that? Because I know I have great need. And it seems like they got something. It seems like they got hope. It seems like they got this, this understanding of love and identity that I just don't have. What is that? Because inside each of us, in all of our hearts, we are searching and we are trying to figure out so many questions. And we don't know everything, but we know where our help comes from and through his word and all that he has spoken and all that he has done and all the things that led to Jesus because it was in Genesis that God was already uh, had a plan in place to fix this and it was Jesus. It says in the garden, in Genesis, in the garden, the snake uh, will, will bite the heel, but the heel will stomp on his head, alluding to the fact that there's going to be pain, but Jesus is going to be victorious. And that's the victory that we have. And it dates back. All of this points to Jesus. So we get to say, I want to be a disciple who's following this Jesus. And I want to be someone who says, I have something to give. Someone say, I have something to give. I have something to give. Each of you have something to give. And that's, that's, that's my, 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 one of my one things that I want to just get in each of you is that there's so much that you have. And it's, it's really key that you realize it's so important who you are. Jesus wants to transform your life. I want to be used by God. We should all say, I want to be used by God. What greater purpose can there be than be used by the creator of everything? Yeah, I'm sorry. Influencer on YouTube isn't really on that list. Yeah, that's pretty cool. A billionaire. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. But you talk about being used with with purpose. That's purpose, changing lives. Because the reality is why this is important, because heaven and hell are on the line. Eternal. Eternity is real. And if you're not going to heaven, fill in the blank. So the truth is, is what we have to really uh, uh, see is that people need to come to know who Jesus is. I'm moving too fast. Uh, am I, or should I slow down? Where's, what's my time? How, how good am I? Are we doing 25 minutes? I'm at nine minutes or I have nine minutes left? Okay, cool. Disciples, that's just point one. Okay, point number two, disciples <laughs> preach the gospel like Jesus did. Pretty loud, pretty, oh my goodness, who am I? Mark 16 says this, and then he told them, it'll be on the screens, and then he told them, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved, but anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. In the world we live in today, it is so gray. Right and wrong are becoming so gray that we lose sight of that. Can you put that back up on the screen, please? The 16, verse 16. And it says that anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved, but anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. So there's this saved, and then there's this condemned. It's pretty clear. Uh, it's one or the other. 
there's no, like this is why it's so serious. And I mean this, I have a smile on my face because I have so much hope. I have so, so much hope that God loves us more than we do, that God loves people more than we do, and he's doing a greater work than we could fathom. But he wants to use us, and he wants to to partner with us. He wants us to partner with him. And there's so many things that we are going to get to see. Like, you think about how joyful it is for someone who who wasn't following Jesus, for someone who wasn't, uh, who was refusing go from here to here. Now, now, now I know that, that, I, that can be um, maybe not a big deal because I'm just going from two words, but this from this is pretty significant when it comes to eternity. And the reality is, is this is amazing and I want and we want that I want that for me. I want that for so many other people. So I want to partner with Jesus. I want to partner, be transformed. And and I love that Jesus tells us, his disciples, to preach the gospel. John 3.16, it says this, and I know you know it. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. Go back to 16, please. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. This is the good news that we have. Jesus said that he came to seek and save those who were lost. And his disciples, with the call of his disciples, the call of us is the same. He calls us to do the same. 1 Timothy uh, 2.4, it won't be on the screen, I don't think, but Paul, the apostle Paul writes and he tells us, it's the will of God that all men be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. God wants everyone to be saved, but his justice, their, people's choice is their own, but it's God's desire. He, 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 he wants us. God wants his children, all of us, all, not just the people in this room, but the people that we know that aren't in this room, the people that we know that don't know Jesus. He What he wants is for them to be saved, but they're not making the choice to come to him and be saved. And the word preach means to proclaim or to tell. For us, it's to tell. And as disciples of Jesus, we have been called to proclaim the good news, that, that Jesus is alive, that he is the Lord, and we are called to tell others and proclaim that he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life, that there is no other way to the Father except through him. There is no other way to be saved except through him, and that he will return, and those who do not believe will perish. See, there's so much hope when it comes to one side of the equation when you say, no, I'm saved, I'm good. But you talk about real fear when you're on the other side of the equation. And that's why you have to, to, 
to come to your senses that go, okay, what is right and wrong? What is truth and what is not? Am I just believing a lie or, 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 or is this thing that I'm not too sure about all the way? This relationship with Jesus really is what is it? Faith? What is it? Trust? It's this faith and trust that you're going towards Jesus and he fills in the gaps. He, through his grace and his mercy, he uh, begins to just pour out um, uh, reasons to trust him. He'll show up. He is a man of his word. And we have a responsibility, a responsibility to share. And I don't want to over-dramatize it. I think that's the right way to say it. But this isn't like you need to get on your lunch tables at school or in the side of the road and just go, Jesus, Jesus, please just follow Jesus. Like, no. The, the great thing about a transformed you, and I'm not sorry, do not hear me like discount that. Um, like there's people who've been saved because of that, and I'm not discounting that. Hear me, hear me. But for our context and just a practical thing for us now, sharing Jesus isn't that difficult. It can be scary. You can, you can get out of your comfort zone because we so like to be in our comfort zone. We so like to be, you know, like, yeah, I believe in Jesus. And like not feel the, like when we're in these conversations, when people are talking about things that we know the answer to, we don't have to explain everything, but there's certain things that we can chime in and say. There's certain things. See, the lights are going off. My goodness, scary, spooky. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean to be so dramatic. And I'm sorry if I was a little dramatic here in this past couple minutes. Um, I think there's just a reality of truth that we need to real. I, I want us to understand. But in the sense that it's not this daunting thing because this transformed you is who you are. Like I follow Jesus. Like I know who Jesus is, and I'm and I'm like I know who the Holy Spirit is. I know how He speaks to me, and I'm and I'm just obedient. I'm I'm speaking to to this person. I'm when I'm at the restaurant, I'm just, I, I'm I'm being a person who uh, exudes, or if that's the right word, uh, um, presents this hope, this light, this joy. I'm the salt of the earth. We are the salt of the earth. You are the salt of the earth. You're the light. Not you're the light, but he's light, but you have light in you. So we get to share this hope. We get to share this peace and share in a way that's like confident that, no, I know who I am because I I know that I am trusting in Jesus. And I don't know everything yet but I believe that he will in time show me and grow me. And as I am a disciple who's growing, I am a student of Jesus. So he's like, an, he's like a, um, a uh, what's like a, like a master craft um, worker? Cra- yeah, car- he's a carpenter. That's, a, that's like literally the example. Of <laughs> he's a carpenter who's shaping us. Who's who's like smoothing us and 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 getting the the rough edge like. If we allow Jesus to mold our hearts, you know what he'll do? He'll mold our hearts. If we allow Jesus to, to work on us, to control our tongue, if we allow Jesus to strengthen us, you know what he do, you know he'll do? He'll do it. So we get so scared 
But the reason why we're scared is because we're because we're not fully submitting to Jesus and what He can do to us and through us. Yeah, I don't know how to how to um, be bold in my faith. I'm really scared because I have social uh, problems and, and, and insecurities and. Okay, well, do you know how deeply God loves you? Do you know how like deeply and how and how just like you are his child? Do you know that like all these things about who you are like like he's working on you? And you know there's this thing called grace, and that means that you don't have to be perfect. So we don't have to figure out everything. We just have to be obedient in the step by step process that Jesus is shaping us and changing us. My last point tonight is this. Disciples, I'm finishing the series. Oh, can't throw it up there. I'm, about to, I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, the last point of the series of more than believers that, that we're doing here in LYC is disciples care like Jesus did. Care like Jesus does. We are to care. Have the heart that Jesus have, has. Jesus has compassion for us. God cares for us, and that's why Jesus came to die for us. And when you realize how good God is and how good he's been to you, how faithful he's been to you, how loving, how merciful, how forgiven he's been to you, how he's protected you, how he's blessed you, specifically, when you realize the individual faith, the individual relationship that he's taken and given to you, you realize that, there's, that he loves everyone, that he has so much care for everyone. And there's people who don't know they're loved. There's people that don't know that they have a heavenly father. There's people who don't know that there's blessing that is for them. There's inheritance that's for them. People don't realize that they've been, that their sins have been paid for. So they're not allowing God to pay for those sins. Jesus, who is God, came to die for us. And if we choose to believe and accept, but there's people who aren't accepting and aren't believing and aren't following after God, they don't realize the severity of what they're not receiving. So that's why Jesus wants to partner with us. What's my time? Where am I at? 21? Thank you. Thanks for coming back. 21? All right, let me just do a really long ending. I got four minutes. That's a lot of time. Um, what, I'm, what I'm saying is when you realize how loved you are, your heart will break for the realization that people don't know the, the love that is being offered to them. There are people who are lost. There are people who are lost that need to be found. You being a follower of Jesus, if you are, because remember, you have to make the choice. The next series we're going to be in is called, I don't know what it's called yet, um, but it's essentially how to make your faith your own, how to make the choice that I am following Jesus. Because remember, you have to make the choice yourself. This ain't your grandma's uh, belief. This ain't your grandma's faith. This is the faith that you have, that you are to have. There's no, there's no grandchildren in God's house. There are children in God's house. So you might come to church because your parents are taking you or the parents are reminding you, but you have to make the decision for yourself. 
So you guys, and I'm talking to my seniors, I'm talking to my middle schools, I'm talking to everyone in the room. You have to make the choice and receive all that God has for you. Receive the goodness and know that what he has given you, ooh, so many people have get to receive, but God wants to work through you. And you being a part of that is mighty and wonderful. And I can't think of a greater purpose or plan. Forget college, forget the job that you want, forget the dreams that you think you're gonna get, that you, that you have, like all, the, I'm sorry, I'm not discounting dreams, I promise. But forget all the things that, what is greater than to bring Jesus to people? Like, I'm not saying that Jesus, no, what I am saying is Jesus wants to use you where you are going. Jesus wants to use you in your fields of work. Jesus wants a transformed you in the business world. Jesus wants you, a transformed you in the hospitals. Jesus wants a transformed you around the world. Jesus wants to transform you. Jesus wants the, the you that's a disciple that is going after the lost, seeking the lost, because there are people who are hungry, there are people who are lost, and that need to be saved and fed. And I'm excited, because I want, to, I, want, I want us all to be a part of that. What greater purpose than to bring the good news? We hope you've been inspired by this word. To help awaken your faith on a regular basis, subscribe now so you can be alerted when we have a new message. Thank you so much for listening.